The content of this episode should not be confused with treatment advice or direction given from a mental health professional. Nothing contained in this podcast was made or intended to supplement or supersede relations with mental health providers or treatment. While Jeremy Levitt is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a mental health provider in this podcast. The same is considered for any professional that may appear on the show. Their views are solely their own and do not reflect any company or profession they may represent. Welcome to Mind the Gap, where teens have a voice and parents learn to listen to that voice. Here we will talk with teens about their everyday challenges and accomplishments and learn what they are facing daily and what their needs are. As parents, we will learn valuable skills from a licensed marriage and family therapist on how to be aware of the gap in communication and close that gap. Welcome to Mind the Gap. Okay, guys, so welcome to Mind the Gap. We have four teenagers here this time. We have Clara. Hey, everybody. Audrey. Hey, what's up? Me, and this is Caden Midnight. Yes, what's up, everybody? This episode, we're actually, us teens are going to run it. First time, not really good at this because we don't really know what to do. There's a first time for everything. They're taking over. Usually you guys are like talking and then you tell us when to talk. <laughs> you guys are feeling a little awkward over there. Because I've never <laughs> seen them not know what to say. <laughs> so recently, not it's not even recent. It's been going on, what, for a year, you guys, right? So what happened a year ago? I mean, we're talking it's March 5th it's been a today. Full year. It was March 13th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Everything started with COVID, with schooling getting canceled. I remember where we were when... They canceled. Grandma's we were house. at grandma's house. And, and we, we were excited. Me and Luke were like, I hope they cancel school. And I was like, yeah, I have a chemistry test. Like, I am I have not studied for it. I'm going <laughs> to fail it. And then, like, they canceled it. And I'm pretty sure we were, like, we were As, Yeah, my friend Callan first texted me before, like, before all the news came because his dad, he's, like, an assistant principal. So, he knew before my friend Callan texted me and then I told everyone. And then we turned on the news and then it was all over the news. So, school was shut down. What so a year ago, you were super excited about it, right? You were pumped. I remember we talked a little yeah. bit to us about yeah. it. Yeah, school's canceled. Okay, so fast forward a year. What are your thoughts? It sucks. <laughs> I'd give anything to go back now. Isn't it crazy how one year later, now you guys are all wishing you could be back in school, right? It's crazy because I think we were the last major um, school district to shut down at the time. Like I think CCSD was the very last one that day. And now we're the last ones to, to really open back up. Because all the other schools in the other states are playing sports and they're back in school and they have been all year. Yeah. yeah here we are. So, Caden, you are student body president yes. at Centennial High School. Yeah. What's this year been like for you? There's not really even words to describe it. It's not really a school year. Every day I just wake up and open my laptop and we have all these meetings with like staff and our teachers and other kids and stuff. But we're trying to plan virtual activities that kids aren't showing up to and we're trying to connect a school that's not really there. So... It's hard. It's definitely difficult. Yeah. That's a unique challenge, right? Because I think the the older we get, the, the more important we understand connection is, right? Right. And you guys have had a year now where I think you guys are much more mature than other kids your age, like back through history, right? At this phase in life, because you've experienced what it's like to not have that connection the way you need it. You have connection, but it's very isolated. It's very limited. And you can't go out and hang out with your friends without maybe even worrying what somebody's going to say, or should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask with my friends? And you guys are just always probably feeling on edge too. So I can imagine as a student body president, trying to build some of this connection with people. 
And I'll tell you what, if I was a kid during this time, I wouldn't be showing up to that stuff. I'm super proud of you for trying, though, kid, because that's tough, man. Yeah. That's real. Like, it takes some leadership to do that. So I'm glad they at least have you. I know. I'm in student council, and I don't go to half the activities that we have. I plan them, and I don't even go to half of them. (laughs) It's just, I don't want to. I don't want to join another meet or I've already joined for four hours of meeting yeah. on a laptop. I feel like they just need to get with it, literally. So when you say get with it, you mean get with it how? Get with it as in... And who's they as in our CCSD at least. So the adults... Like we just need to get do something. That have the power. Everyone else is doing something and we're not. Like how's it fair? And how's COVID different in just Nevada than the whole entire U.S.? I'm just saying it's just hard for all the students. I'm just like everything with the suicide rates. It's just sad. So what are they not understanding that you guys get? You're in it. You're in the trenches. You feel it. And I I know the teachers are too, but they've existed outside of this realm for a long time. You guys are students, right? Your job is school. So what aren't they understanding? I don't think they understand that there's a mental health aspect outside of a intellectual aspect so they think that we're just going on and we're like learning and this is what we're supposed to be doing because at least we're getting somewhat of an education but I don't think they understand that there's so much more to that like staying home being by yourself not interacting with anyone during the day and I don't think they understand that everyone has mental health needs also, I think a lot of teachers and adults might think it's easier to do it online, and in a lot of aspects, it actually is, because most kids can, like, honestly just Google everything they want to know on a test, and it's bad, but, like, we're not really learning how we usually used to learn, and they also don't realize that I bet a lot of kids, including myself, have, like, really hard time getting motivation doing work on a computer rather than like in school because when I'm in school and the teacher's like, okay you have 15 minutes to do your homework I'm like okay I'm gonna do my homework before I go home but then while I'm online the teacher's like okay you have this whole hour like the lesson's done log off and do your work am I like really gonna get the motivation to do my yeah, work while I, I'm in my room I might as well hang out with my siblings or even just like go on my phone it's just so much easier to do yeah, something like that I have zero motivation to do any work I and, and it honestly didn't help that my teachers, what they did is they allowed me to turn in all my assignments at the end of the quarter. So that it gave me a reason to procrastinate if I'm not going to get points off of my assignments if I turn them in late. So I literally waited. It's the last two weeks of the quarter and I had literally so many assignments that I was doing. It was insane. It was actually like really hard on me. But something I've noticed is, I don't know if you guys have this, but I've even noticed teachers are setting due dates for the weekend. Oh, yeah. How ridiculous is that? I don't even under- I I don't hate comprehend those. It's that. It's like due at Sunday at 12. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the most annoying thing. College is a little bit more like that, where you have a due date at the end of the week or at the beginning of the week. But that's something they just threw you guys into without, as far as you guys knew, yeah, you might have to do some schoolwork on the weekend just to, to get ahead on a project or to maintain a project. But my son, he goes to Northwest and he has an assignment due that is something that he should have done on Friday. Like it's something menial. It's nothing. Teachers just randomly assign something and they're like, okay, this is due at 3.30 today. And I'm like, what? Like then you have to memorize like all the things you have due. It's also hard to stay organized when everything's all just crammed onto your computer. Because usually you have a folder and you're like, okay, 
this paper, I have to do this, I have to do that. It gets like confusing when it's all on your computer sometimes. What I find interesting and I wish everybody could see this is you guys are all nodding each other, you're nodding your heads every time everybody says something. So what's pretty cool about that though is you guys can sit and know that you're not the only one going through it, right? You guys are all, we have different schools and different classes, different teachers, and you're all nodding your head going, yeah, yep, mm-hmm. that's how I feel, that's how I feel, that's how I feel. So I think we want to help you guys get the message across to let you guys be heard that this is what you're going through. Because I don't know that anybody's actually sat and listened. Caden actually spoke recently in front of the trustees. Yeah. And I don't know that any other students were there to be heard. Not that I was aware of, no. Yeah. So we have all these adults, but then who's listening to the, the students in school who are actually the ones who are being affected it's your education, it's your life, right. it's your future, and yet yeah, a bunch of adults are trying to hash it out. So this is why I'm glad you guys are here to be able to talk about and share your feelings. How did that go with the trustees, Caden? How um, did you feel about it? It was nice to feel like this. When I got in there, I had said, like, my name's Caden McKnight, blah, blah, blah. And I, I started with the opening sentence of, I'm here to speak on behalf of all the students mm-hmm. um, who feel like their voices have not been heard. And so I think that was really my, my whole message was hear our voice regardless of what you do with it i think it's important to hear how this year has been for the students you guys are adults making all these decisions and you're sitting in these positions of power untouched and you're just i feel like they're just blindly making decisions so i think it was nice to at least know that my voice was heard and that a lot of people out there agree with me did they ask you questions? No, it, it wasn't. No, I just got a minute and 30 seconds to speak. And then my timer went off. And I, I mean, like, that would be frustrating if I was in your shoes. I do. Like I said, it's it's better than nothing. Agreed. It's definitely better than sitting at home and just complaining about it with all my friends. At least this way, I know every single one of the trustees and the superintendent at least heard me. Even if it's just in the back of their heads, but even one of them every night. Thought about following up with them? I'm sorry, what was that? Ever thought about following up? Giving them a call, emailing. It's so difficult to reach them. Even just to get there, it was really tough for me to... If anybody can help us out with that, that would be awesome. So I work with lots of kids your guys' age, but not too many seniors right now. Mostly younger than young adults. But how do you feel like this is affecting next year? I'm assuming you have some college in your future. Right. So right now... I am, I'm not committed to San Diego State, but I did get an acceptance there. I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So I have been really blessed to not necessarily have a ton of scholarship opportunities taken away from me or anything mm-hmm. like that, because a lot of mine came from like academics. But I know like a good friend of mine, Colton Tenney, he's our varsity quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's an entire season that he's missing out on college offers for football because that's just been taken away from him. So like I said, I think I am blessed that I was not necessarily, those opportunities weren't ripped away from me. Like they Do were you feel prepared? Seasons for college yeah i think i i don't know it's hard i i think academically no i haven't been in school for a year i don't know how i'm supposed to go to college next year and and learn but i do think from the aspect of having to roll with the punches this year and just go with the flow go with it i think that's i think that has made me a more like easygoing person like maybe a silver lining there yes what about you audrey yeah i don't know i feel a little less prepared for college definitely all throughout high school they're always preparing you to go to college you're like in college this is what it's gonna be like but now i'm like oh, i just spent like an entire year online and it's been like the easiest year academically because i can like cheat and do whatever i need to do to get the grade but now i'm gonna like, head off to college which is so much more serious so i feel like in a way it's like unprepared me i'll tell you this in high school you hear all the horror stories about when you go to college it's gonna look like this 
it's in my experience, it's easier than high school, and that's because it is more. Good. It is more self-directed. You're motivated. That's what my dad you said too. Be, right? My dad never did good in uh, high school, and then when he got to college, he was like, "Hey, I'm actually not stupid." So, and maybe even this year has prepared you for it because you guys have had to learn how to be self-motivated. That college teacher isn't chasing you. (laughs) Same. That college teacher isn't chasing you down for grades. They could care less. You want to pay the money to fail, you can pay the money to fail. So it's, maybe this has prepared you guys a little bit more than you think. Yeah. Even as a sophomore, I'm scared for next year taking my ACT because I have to know all this algebra two knowledge and I feel like I've hardly learned anything. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I need to know all this information for my future high school grades. And even going back just for fourth quarter, if we do, I feel like I'm going to be so behind just because it's hard for me to even pay attention in class. You know, what's frustrating to me is if you struggle at math, I guarantee you your parents would do everything they could to get you a tutor and get you caught up. But think about the kids that can't do that. Is the school I, district got a plan in place? What are we doing I, here? I know. And it's honestly, if we do go back, like for the whole hybrid thing, I I want to go back just to see my friends. It's honestly the only reason. And I want to get out of the house. I just don't want to be stuck on a computer. But I'm like scared academically to go back. The lesson plans aren't changing when you go back. So it's going to look the exact same as it is now, but you're going to be in school. I heard that basically the point of it is to have the social time. And my you also gym. have your computer at school, but yeah, socially they, distant still. Well, because they have to teach the kids that are like staying online, so the teachers gonna be in class, go on a broadcast with the online students, and the in-person students will watch it, watch them present to the online class, and then for the rest of the time after that's over, it's just like social hour. I also heard another big reason why they're doing it is because I don't know if it's Sisolak's official order or if it's CCSD, but pretty much if we did not do hybrid for 30 days, we would have to do it in the fall. Like that's It's important that we do it for at least 30 days before we can even move into any sense of normalcy. And the, behind the games, all the politics that we're not privy to. I know there's funding involved with going back in person. There's some funding tied to it. So I'm sure they're like... whether. That's the hard part. Like a lot of this has to do with money. If we do this, we get more money. If we do this, we get more money. If we keep kids home, they're going to give us this much money. That's just sad to me. What's driving some of this, not all of it, but some of it. Yeah. Another thing is if we didn't do hybrid or we didn't do any in-person school, then we wouldn't be able to have any sports. And that's what a lot of kids really need, honestly, to get out, have something to do. More outlets. Even if it's you don't get a state championship, you need to be active you need just intramurals right just a chance yeah like tennis what they're doing is they're just having an intramurals within the school it's honestly i think it's a dumb idea but at the same time kids need it kids need to do something yeah i think we're going in a great direction with you guys explaining how you're feeling it's been hard the mental aspect of it i like audrey how you said that it's not just about the intellectual it's also about the mental and have you guys been able to make connections through school at all through this whole last year. I know most of it's been online, but, and we've talked a little bit with Clara and Audrey and Luke a little bit, just how they get together. But do you guys find ways to help you stay mentally healthy? And what do you do? I definitely think it's a lot harder now. I think it's what we were talking about before. All that responsibility is now on us. If you don't, that social environment is not promised anymore. You have to go out and I think all four of us are pretty social kids and you know I'm I'm grateful for that but I feel bad there's kids out there who I guarantee this whole year they have not made a new friend they have not seen anybody from school 
Um, and that's heartbreaking. And I also feel really bad for the younger kids, too, who they don't have cars, they don't have friends who live right next door or in the same neighborhood. So I, I think that's got to be really tough for a lot of kids. I feel pretty fortunate because when I think about that, I understand like not everyone's in the position that I am in where I have the ability to just go out, drive, see my friends. And I, I've used high school to like make a good group of friends. But like people like my younger brother, who's a freshman, he can't see like anyone from school. He has just his like small group of friends. He's not meeting anyone new. And it's like hard to see that because I ask him about like dances and I'm like, who are you going like, to ask to dance when you can go? And he's, I don't know. I haven't met like anyone. So it's just, it's hard. So I guess if you guys could just get the message out there, if you could say one thing to anybody to help with the situation, to help them understand what it's really in to be heard, what would you say? Maybe we can just go down the line and say, what do you want to say to be heard about your whole education? And I think a lot of even parents don't understand what their own kids are going through. I have talks with Luke often and, and Alyssa and Remy, trying to always mentally make sure that they're in a healthy environment. But not everybody has somebody who does that. And I'm not the best at it. I Sometimes I'm in my own world too. So I think even talking to parents to help them understand what you guys are going through. Luke, you spend hours and hours. I have all day now. And I'm like, Luke, you've got to get out of your room. Just get out of your room. I go in there and I do the curtains and get out of your room. It's just, a, it's so bizarre for me to see this behavior when it's been so not typical of something that you've experienced yeah. ever this is a final thought i guess you honestly you need a social aspect in your life like the only thing that honestly gets me through the school days is thinking about hanging with friends on the weekend um, that's honestly and then when i had all these missing assignments that i had to get in my parents were actually pretty smart for taking away hanging out with friends on the weekend until i had my assignments in so i'm like it's just a really important part of life is literally just a social aspect and with the online school you don't get that i think especially kids i think that is our, our entire upbringing is influenced by kids around us and so when you take away an entire year that is a lot of growth that has just been lost and i think that's really sad and I, I think that i guess this can be my kind of final thought too so i talked about this a little bit in my board meeting and the speech i gave but so a friend of ours had passed away two weeks ago, and I thought a lot about how different things would be if we were in school. This is a girl that I've known since I was 11, and waking up the next day, I didn't get that opportunity to go out and mourn with my friends that have known this girl for as long as I have and be around supportive counselors and teachers. Instead, I, I woke up and I opened my laptop and in my room all alone. You know, the same thing that I've done every single day since last March. So I think that's, it's, we're just so alone. We feel so isolated and it's just, it feels like nobody really cares about us anymore. This, they're playing politics with our education, our lives. And I, I think after a year, we're sick of it. We're tired. Claire, you have any thoughts? I thought Caden said it pretty well, actually, like everything that I was thinking. Yeah, I do feel like sometimes we just like the school, like what he said, just gets played by like politics and stuff and how like our lives are being controlled by what adults think that don't have to go through our lives. And it's hard because they don't have to wake up every day. And sometimes I can go the whole day without leaving my room. But I also should be thankful because I have a lot of siblings that I could still interact with my siblings but then I think about some of my friends are only like they're the only ones in the house and it's just them that's just 
it's so boring. I just, I, I feel bad for them. And there's just also so many more kids out there that are not as fortunate as me. Yeah, I guess that's my final thought. I was just going to say basically what they said, how I think we are pretty fortunate to have groups of friends to go to while other people just, school friends are their friends. So. Can you imagine being the just moving during COVID and having to go through a year of nothing, literally nothing to do? If I had zero friends and then I came into online school, I would have zero friends still to this day. Yeah, you definitely do not make friends on a Zoom call. I, I, I still remember like the first week or two, about half the class would have their cameras on. And then like everyone would always send each other funny photos of like, I could see you your camera. And then after two weeks, everyone started like just having black screens. Mm-hmm. And then the teachers are like, this is so hard trying to teach the black screens. And we're like, no one we don't want to get up no one wants to get ready if i have the choice to not get ready or get ready i'm not going to get ready because it's easier yeah i feel bad for the teachers that really care a lot about their job and how they can't interact with i have this one teacher who like really tries really hard to make sure everybody like knows everybody in the zoom call and at the end of every class she's like okay i'm going to take four minutes i'm going to put you guys in a breakout room with two or three other kids and she gives us a topic and she's like i just want you guys to talk about it just so you get to know the other class and there's been a couple times where i get onto the zoom we're supposed to talk about i don't know our favorite band i don't know and i i get on and i'm like hey guys my name is clara my favorite band is third eye blind what's yours and then nobody says anything no breakout <laughs> just i'm like okay thank you yeah <laughs> it's pretty awkward i like to think the last year freshman year in the student council room that class was literally just messing around the whole class i had it at the end of the day so i literally looked forward the whole day to go to student council because it's like a fun class and now i joined student council and i sleep through the class because it's like information you don't really because it's not like academic it's just an elective that you could just be playing and you could literally sleep but if you're in school you're literally having such a fun time in the class and it's just you can't do that like, how are you supposed to have fun through a meeting? I don't know. It's just, everything's just so hard now. That sums it up right there. Everything's just so hard now. Everything's literally just so hard. You just have to have empathy for each other and do your best to help each other through it. And, and I think we have to give each other and other people a lot of grace, too. So just remember, as one, everybody in the world at your age knows what you're going through right now. Or at least at some level. Some of them are back in school, but, right? Like, they all know what it feels like to be told no no school and no sports and none of that stuff so you you're gonna have a shared experience when you're older that has potential to bond you later in life with people and it's also cool that when all four of us are trying to think of our final thoughts we literally all had the same exact final thought of just like we we just have your mental and emotional health needs to be there and we don't get that i would go as far as to say that's more important than anything academic honestly like, you don't need to be smart to succeed in this world. Exactly. I don't think you can be academically inclined if you don't have the mental health behind it. Yeah. You know, how many kids this year that were once straight-A students now are struggling mentally and their grades are just plummeting? You know, I think I, I'm a great example of that. My grades have not been too hot this year because I don't have the motivation to do anything. I've never had a C when I had a C in chemistry. Maybe just because it's a hard class. But also, I think I got a D in chemistry because I was just halfway through. I was like, nope. <laughs> if I got a D, I don't even want to know what would happen. You know what happened to me? What? My mom just goes, 
that sucks. I ain't going to get into the school you want to get into, Aria. I wish that would happen, though. That's at least a natural consequence. Well, actually, sometimes my dad does that, but he never actually gave me like a punishment. It's not not a punishment. He's trying to help you remember priorities. Yes, it's a priority move. Hey, Luke, close us out. Thanks, guys, for listening. We just want to say bye from Luke and Caden. Goodbye. And bye (laughs) from Audrey. Goodbye. And bye from Jeremy. See you later. Peace out. And you forgot Clara. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, we can be found on Facebook at mindthegap-teenstalkwelisten or on Instagram at mindthegap.welisten.